Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. Something is something is happening. Something is yeah, yeah, uh, something is melting too. Isn't like fucking Antarctica melting or some shit? Yeah, like the, the, the polar ice caps are melting, and that's raising sea levels. It's making is making is making the oceans warmer. Volcanoes which, are erupting. <laughs> all that shit. Which fuels these super storms, super hurricanes that we that been hitting the U.S. Yeah, Florence, Michael, last year Harvey, Maria, Rita, like. Something is definitely happening. That's all good. We got that, right? We all got that. So, man, that shit ain't bothering me. <laughs> I don't fucking do what I can control, man. I'd, I'd rather go from global warming and all that other shit than Trump starting a war. So, whatever happens, I'm cool with it. No matter how much money you have, no matter how famous you are, being black in America is it's tough. There's some shit going on with black people right now. From news and politics. And over the middle, getting free. To sports and entertainment. Touchdown! We're going to tell you exactly how we feel about it. Have some fun, man! This is Young, Black, and Bothered. You know, it it, it it can be a number of things. If if she's had to repeat that command to him a number of different times and he's not and he's not responding, it could be it, one, it could be she he, he just don't like her. And or two, no, I'm I'm so serious. I'm so serious. It could be Yeah, because my nephew is that way. Like if he doesn't feel comfortable around you or he really and this is remind you, it's only been two days. Mm. Oh, then yeah, this then then yeah, relationship hasn't been built yet. But it could also be it could also be or if, she, if she's noticing or the teacher is noticing something, it could be it could not it couldn't it it could be like it doesn't not necessarily have to be a, um, a developmental delay. Mm-hmm. It, could, it could be an OT and occupational therapy issue, mm-hmm. or PT. Mm-hmm. It could be an OT or PT issue. So. But not I mean, special education. I mean, that is considered spit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because because you have, uh, you know, it's not for even I, like I have kids on my caseload that have no academic. I have three kids on my caseload that have no academic goals. They have um, like speech or OT mm-hmm. or PT mm-hmm. or like behavioral. So it doesn't have to be. So it doesn't have to be anything. 
it doesn't have to be anything academic. It could be a physical issue mm-hmm. or a speech issue. But it's like it's like crazy because when we tell him to do it, he'll do it. So it's not like he doesn't know what it means. But but if he just he said he's only been in the, he's only been in the class for two days, so then it's a relationship. Well, this was before, yeah. This was before. Like he's been in the class now, and the teacher said that she didn't have any issues. But my thing was, I didn't like the the fact that she just automatically just was like special ed is the way to go. Like that is where it needs to go. No, and no. without even like really knowing the child, it hasn't even. Been, all they've done is play. Like he's only a four year old. Like it's not even like. But if there is a but mm-hmm. the, if there but if there is an issue, I'm always I'm a proponent of get it taken care of right away mm-hmm. and don't let it and don't let it manifest until he's in second or third grade, and then it's really not, and then he's like two or three grade levels behind, and there's nothing you can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and get started. Um, y'all already came into the middle of our conversation about education, but this is the Young Black and Bobless podcast. I'm your host, Greg. I'm joined by my co-host. Hey, it's your girl, Chris. What's up, y'all? CJ. Y'all already know. What's up, everyone? It's your boy, Q. How y'all doing? Wherever y'all are listening to this, <laughs> oh, we we took a, a long week off. We did miss y'all. We had a lot of stuff going on, just you know, in our own personal lives. So it was good that we had that week off. Plus, there was no news going on, so we weren't going to just bullshit y'all. <laughs> so, how was everybody's weekend going? Oh, well, my week's been going good. Pretty busy. Um, might get to go to Cali for the election, so I'm excited about that. Mm. Living out there for a couple weeks, that'll be good. That's like, that's lit shit. Yes. Wanna, uh, Cash was- takes Cali. <laughs> Coming <laughs> <That's> soon. <laughs> oh, oh well, shit. You know, Greg. You know, we 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 linked that down Eighth Street Saturday. You know yeah. that would. Uh, with Smith Commons, the H Festival, that that was live. I, I enjoyed myself, but I had and then I was lost track of time uh-huh. talking talking to uh <laughs> talking to this fem- to a group of females. Yep, and I had, I had and I had to rush to go get to go to the uh, the, uh that is a hip hop concert. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, we saw you, and I was like, nah, I'm gonna let CJ go ahead and do his thing because I ain't <laughs> now. So. Mm-hmm. We uh we walked outside and then I was like oh shit CJ sitting right there so I was trying to get back in and then the guy was like oh no nah, the line too long I was like mm. line and I looked at the line I was like oh fuck no it was like sixty people all trying to get in because H three day had officially ended at like seven so yeah yeah I actually go inside to go drink and it was mm-hmm. already packed as it was on the third floor where we were so we came back down because it was getting to the point where people were literally like that's probably their best night. Yeah, they was congested. It was congested as hell on the third floor, boy. They was breathing on our, they was breathing on our backs and shit. Like, so we like, I was like, I'm going to the bathroom. She just like, all right, I'll meet you downstairs. Next thing you know, like, what's the name was giving me another shot. I was like, look, I can't keep taking these shots, man. Like, you go ahead and you have fun with that. But three shots, I think it was what three or four shots, of, like Jameson. And then 
CJ had Long Island was smart enough to bring his own alcohol with him. So that was <laughs> Hey CJ. <laughs> my man. Because <laughs> he was like, let me he's like, let me get a Long Island. And next thing you know, I'm looking at him. He's like, he's pouring his own shit into the Long Island, making it stronger than what it was. Like, oh, okay. So he came hard. Oh. <laughs> CJ had a flash. <laughs> no, you gotta put that joke under the bottom. I can't give him too many. I can't give him too many. Yeah. One in the pocket. One <laughs> in the pocket. Hey. It was wrong because I think like I got there at what like four o'clock maybe, and next thing mm-hmm. you know, it was like what eight. And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just go home. I went. I think I got home around like nine or something. Got home at nine, laid down. I was watching Venom like in the couch, like on the couch or whatever. Next thing you know, I'm in the bed. See, I don't know how I got from the couch to the bed. Woke up and it was eleven thirty. I was like, "Damn, like I must have had a long day because I went to work before I even went to Eighth Street day." So that mm-hmm. was, and then uh, Sunday, just you know, went to work again. Then watched football. I've been trying to like milk them for all the overtime they're gonna give me. So that was basically my weekend. Now we back to struggling during the work week. So I just, <laughs> hey, you know the saying they say time flies. We having fun. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we wasn't even there that long. We, that's the thing. We weren't like, <laughs> but that shit. But it was like seven o'clock when we looked up. It's like, god damn. Because <laughs> like, when you were like, all right, I'm here. I was like, all right, cool. Like he's here, and I'm looking. I'm like, all right, cool. It's like five. I think it was like five, five thirty, right? Yeah, something like yeah. Again, it was like seven fifteen. I was like, ain't no fucking way. Yeah, I had to hurry up and get to the damn concert because you know them joints don't even. That's, them joints start one time at the yeah. concert hall. <laughs> like, they don't have no type of openers or nothing. Yeah, I was not messing with it. I told, uh, who, who I tell? I think I told my wife, I was like, yeah, um, I had fun. I can't remember much because the thing with 8th Street is there's so much going on, you kind of like lose track of not only time, but exactly what the fuck you're doing. And mm-hmm. those types, when I go to festivals, I'm always trying to grab like the free shit. Like, give me them glasses. Give me them like. Yeah, grab as much free stuff as you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do too, Greg. I'm right for the free boost. Yeah. Pens, <laughs> pencils, frisbees. I get it all. <laughs> you said frisbees? Like, girl, you don't need this damn frisbee. I don't even need it. I'm going to get it though. <laughs> like, yo, I got this frisbee. I'm going to give it to my nephew next yeah. thing I know. That's joint. Oh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be right. Like, she don't need that damn fridge. She don't do that right. Fridge. I'm gonna get that damn <laughs> like, fridge. It's free, nigga. Throwing glasses too. <laughs> what about you? Q, uh, you had a lot of shit going on this weekend, though. I did have a lot going on this weekend. Um, um, it was homecoming, although I did not make it to homecoming this year because my roommate from college, my roommate from weekend, got married on Saturday. So, oh I, yay! Congratulations! Yes, congratulations um, to the very happy couple. They're now on their honeymoon, on their honeymoon cruise somewhere in the Caribbean. Um, That's lit. That's lit. Um, it was an amazing ceremony. Um, we got married at a resort um, right off the beach in North Carolina, and um, you can like just driving around trying to get to it. You can see all the damage from, from Hurricane Florence. It, it was um, a sight to see. Like, mm. um, the, you know, debris from homes, um, battered up boardwalks and, and whatever. Um, and then... Um, what part of Florida was this? Not Florida. Um, oh. North Carolina. 
Oh, okay. Was, um, they got married at uh, North Topsail Beach. Oh, dang. So, um, and then and then in Wilmington, you can see like just it's still like in Hurricane Florence was like a month or so ago. Yeah, there's still like, many many trees still down. Um, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what my aunt said. Like their their like roof blew off or something. That's crazy. She was good though because she she uh went to Charlotte. Jeez, man. Well, I don't even want to talk about that. Hey, don't, don't give me a story about how he got drunk and fell asleep, like on a staircase or something. Right? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. That's your, some real shit. Yeah. Count your blessings, guys. Count your blessings. I mean, I'm kind of glad that we live in a city that really don't really like experience yeah, none of that shit. Yeah. yeah, we don't have no wildfires. We don't really have no badass tornado storms. But, well, well, how come that shit always happened all around us and it just yeah, it, it, it misses us? Though. It's and crazy. It, and it misses us. They make sure it don't hit us directly. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, crazy. that's why they built the nation's capital here, yo. It's weather machines in this bitch. It's like, it's nah, a, I <laughs> Conspiracy it's theory, y'all. It's the geography of where we live. But let me, I have to tell this 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 crazy story. It, it's, a, it's a good story because it was something really that happened. So I'm at I'm at one of the bars in Wilmington, in Wilmington, North Carolina, and I'm just sitting minding my business, listening to music in my zone, right? And this young lady, whatever, come and starts talking to me, and I'm like, okay, I didn't think nothing of it. It was conversation. I, I'm here by myself, like the groom he went to sleep early to get ready for to get ready for for the wedding, and so then she asked. So where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from DC. <clears throat> oh, okay. My friend, my friend's from DC. Like, oh, what's up? So I turn to the friend. I'm like, so what part of DC are you from? And then he looks at me. He's like, you know, I know you. I'm like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> so then he was like, Q. I was like, get the fuck out of here. And it was one of one of one of a good friend of mine that we used to actually promote in DC. We used to promote here. And I ain't seen him in like in like four or five years, and he um, lives in Wilmington. So and then he, he like he's the general manager of the restaurant down there. Down there. So I went, checked out his restaurant. He caught my own meal. So shout out to you, good friend. Shout out, thanks. Mm, shout out soon. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess we done told everybody how weekends went. I guess we got to get straight into the shit. Uh, y'all want to start good or start bad? Man, let's start all fucked up. Let's start bad. Right. <laughs> yeah, bad, bad, bad. Because we had some, yeah, yeah bad. <laughs> get the bad out the way. Yeah, I'll, I'll get some bad shit out of the way. We do have to highlight Trump as usual. No, oh, yeah, that's bad. No. Um, I'm gonna just pick up a couple of things because I mean that's they man. We ain't vote for him. It's 53 percent. So ain't nobody vote for him on this on this line. Yeah, hell no. We 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 not gonna align ourselves with with no type of idiocracy like this nigga. You, know oh, no. we you don't support Shishito, Donnie. Nope. Exactly. I voted for Clinton. Ash. I ain't even want to. But yeah, I nigga, it nigga, yeah. It's like you gotta pick the lesser of the evils. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. 
Uh, starting I, off, I was a Bernie fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all were, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so Trump apologized to Kavanaugh and said that the judge was proven innocent. <laughs> it was <laughs> last week. Now, mind you, we obviously didn't record last week, so we couldn't really report on it. Uh, Trump is apologizing to motherfuckers who don't need apologies. <sighs> who did he? Like, he should have just, just said nothing. That's the thing. Hey. He waited until like a week after everything happened to be like, you know what? He's proven innocent. No shit, Sherlock. Like, I, I think. <laughs> first of all, first of all, he was not proven innocent because he was not on trial. The, exactly. The presumption of innocence only happens when you're in front of a jury or in front of a judge. So it wasn't enough evidence to take it to trial. He wasn't even at a sworn testimony. This was right. Were, this was a job interview. This was a job interview, and I guarantee you, had had me or you or you, Greg or you, CJ, had gone into a had gone into a job interview acting the way that childish, infantile little bastard acted at, at that at that hearing. We would have got the don't call us, we'll call you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Black. No doubt, my mind. It would have never passed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the government, to me, like. It's going through some shit that none of us can do anything about other than vote. So if you have not registered to vote, you should have been registered to vote or hopefully there's something in your district that you have done to include yourself before. What is it? Um, November 9th, right? November 6th. And if you live in and if you live in DC, you can register on the day of Mm -hmm. and still vote. If you live in D.C., you can register the day of, even though like our election is pretty much decided, but you can still register to vote on the same day and vote. Mm. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going to vote this year. So I'm, I'm going to tell you a funny story. So today I was listening to a podcast. Um, shout out to the pregame. And Kylo Ren, one of the hosts of the show, he said something that really like bothered me, but I've heard other people say this shit and do the action behind it. And it's, it's always weird when people say what he did. So he went to the limps of saying, don't even go vote. It doesn't even matter. And then oh, turned around, he turned around and said, I went to go vote after he had told people the same shit. So I was like, wait, you're telling people not to go vote and then you go vote. Like, have y'all been in a circumstance where people will talk about how votes don't matter and they don't count, but then on election day, they're posting their I voted stickers and stuff like that. So you're like, wait a minute, you were one of the main proponents of saying don't vote, but then you out here doing some shit that is completely opposite of what you told other people to do. That would probably- See, I know more people that are telling people to go vote and they not mm-hmm. voting themselves. <laughs> Like, I, will, I will definitely say vote because, I mean, even if you say I vote, do, don't count. What if you're wrong? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but then you did, you did nothing. So still, these, these do it. You know what I mean? But I mean, they, they made a whole ass Kevin Costner movie about the fact that voting, like, counted. And, well, I think that movie was, what, like, Swing Boat or some shit like that? And uh-huh. even if you think... I haven't heard that name in a long time. Here's the thing about <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing about voting. You say people say that people say, and people our age say that, that their vote doesn't count. Um, tell that to the people in 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 Pennsylvania and Ohio and in Wisconsin, yep. where less than one hundred and twenty three less than one hundred and twenty three thousand people decided this election. Yep. 
and then and, and, and tell me your vote doesn't count. True shit. If you have the opportunity to vote, they're motherfuckers who can't vote. So you should be voting just for the sake of them. Worry like the felons who actually read upon that shit. They know. Yeah, they can't even vote and shit. So like, yeah. And you know they wouldn't vote for this nigga. That's true. And here's the thing about that. And, and, and it's even is it is very prevalent in Florida because if you're a convicted felon in Florida, you are like basically in every other state, just about every other state, even if you're convicted of a felony, once you have served your once you have served your punishment, your voting rights have will be restored. In Florida, that's not the case. Or uh, <clears throat> that's not the case. You have to go before the governor like the, this board and they only meet four times a year and there's hundreds hundreds of thousands of people trying to get in front of the governor for him to, for him to tell to basically tell you know exactly so like there's people who wish they could vote they wish they could cast a ballot and we should fucking vote yeah. pretty simple Take your, ass to the, take your ass to the polling place and go vote. And you don't even have to go on election day. You can go, like, a lot of places have early voting. Well, I'm, I'm going to give people a perfect reason for just not voting in the large elections, but in just any election in general. So following that up, President Trump calls for the return of the stop and frisk policy during his speech in Orlando says that the policy works and it is meant for problems like Chicago. Now, remember I said he was in Orlando, but he says problems like Chicago, obviously because of the spike in crime in Chicago. And then he says that he's considering bringing it back because Rudy Giuliani, who is also Trump's lawyer, suggested it. He goes and says, there's no reason for what's going on there. I've told them to work with local authorities to try to change the terrible deal in the city of Chicago. Enter with the UCL, uh, I'm sorry, the ACLU, which ties law enforcement hands to strongly consider stopping frisk. He says that Giuliani had a very strong program of stopping frisk, and it went from being an unacceptably dangerous city to one of the safest cities in the country. That's that man. is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! That that is a that is a complete and utter utter lie. And even, and since they have stopped stopping frisk, there has been less crime in New York, way less. I just so tell me who's being peaceful. Did y'all know this past weekend was the first time since like ninety three there was no shootings over the weekend in the NY? None. None. That's cr- that's crazy. You like Nicholas chilling, yo, as everybody should. I, okay, I was thinking about this the other day, and this might be a little bit off topic, but it must be said. Why is there like evil and hatred and like war and shit in 2018? There's no reason why anybody should be living in like poverty. Yep. Anybody should be out here like broke or mentally unstable, don't got health care. Like the, there's enough resources in the world that the world everybody could be loving life. 
So why wouldn't everybody like, you know, want everyone to do well? Like, I just don't get it. One of the seven deadly sins. Well, I'm going to say I'm going to say this and I'm going to let y'all go with it. I found out today that Megyn Kelly makes twenty six million dollars a year. So I'm just that kind of pisses me off because when you said resources, money, stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, we have those resources, but then it's going to fuckers like her who are making $26 million a year doing God knows what with the money, being the person that she is. And I'm sure she's nice to her black friend or white friend or something like that, but she don't care about the bulk, the majority of people. So um, America's just fucked up, man. I, I'm, I'm mentally exhausted. Here's, here's the thing about that. And then that, that speaks into what these... these, these Dinosaur assholes known as known as Republicans are trying to do now. They passed this tax cut for their wealthy donors and for the one percent, and predictably, the deficit has risen. They've blown a one trillion dollar hole in the deficit. So now they want to go after you guessed it, Obamacare, <laughs> Medicare. Mm. Medicaid and Social Security. Huh. Wow. So basically, they've exhausted all their funds. That's what. Wow. So now they want to. Now they want to strip. Now they want to strip things that help seniors, those in poverty, the the sick, because they don't measure up. So, so, so they pretty much like y'all can just go ahead and die. Yeah, y'all go ahead and die. We'll take y'all money too. Maybe I'm just dumb and naive, but doesn't that greatly affect even more so us being like the minority? Isn't that the people who voted for him, the same ones he's taking that shit from, the military who voted for him that was saying Yes, Yes, they're not even realizing that. He's so dumb. He's so dumb. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yes. So... Going from that, um, one of our favorites decided to meet him last week, Kanye West. Oh, God. Who's favorite? (laughs) So I'll start light and say that Kanye wants Apple to build Trump an iPlane. Um, We we can start there. Um, What is an iPlane? I don't fucking know. I'm trying to figure out one what is Kanye's motivation for this? Because the thing- album sales, album sales. Go ahead. <laughs> Pure album sales. Is, is he pushing for a seat in the government? Is he, is he going to, I don't want to say vote, is he going to run? Is he going to do something that is impactful? Is he going to switch it up on Trump when he realizes like, hey, you know what? I'm in here now. I got his trust. Now I can fuck him over. If he does some like, you know, Game of Thrones type shit like that, I'm with it. However, I, I can't. What? Kanye ain't on that. He a coon. Kanye. See, Kanye needs to take his fucking meds. That's what. The, that's that's just plain and simple. Kanye, listen, brother. It's okay to be crazy. Yeah. It's okay to be crazy. It's okay. That's why they make some. That's why they make some great pharmaceuticals for it. Take them. What? Here's my issue. So. One doesn't take the medication. He goes to meet Trump. After he goes to meet Trump, he decides, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to go to the Apple store, stand on the Apple store table, make a grand speech dressed like the dude from Get Out, the security guard. Then after he does that, he flies to Africa. 
to Africa to give some Ugandan kids Yeezys because that's what they need. Yeezys. They may be famine. They may be thirsty, but at least they'll be fresh as hell. Fresh as hell. Kanye, what? Because can you imagine that one kid in Africa who didn't You couldn't did anything. You gave them Yeezys. Man, I just, I'll never understand. Album sales publicity, y'all. Album sales publicity. Image. Every, as long as he's in the news, he's, that's what he's going to do. Oh, we're going we're gonna to get into the whole good music and his... his but look, no. Okay, we'll get to that. And I'm going to tell you, you might be underestimating this man because this nigga's methodical. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> We, we have to, because, you know, we talked about it in the group earlier. They better be in the music video, them African kids in the Yeezys, dancing. No. If they're not in the music video, I'm not supporting Kanye. I'm sorry. I, this nigga made a song called Niggas in Paris, and it was just him and Jay in the video. There was no other niggas in Paris, but it's okay. It's all right, Kanye. You, we are praying for you. We hold you. We hope that you do well, but it ain't looking too good. Kanye. Yeah, well, Kunye, yes. But more importantly, people need to <coughs> that not forget, but they need to remember that he is the reason why his mom died. So we can't give him sympathy for the fact that he's gone crazy and is off his meds and shit like that. This day was coming, and now I'm just waiting for that big crash where people are like, "Well, Kanye, he woke up, and it's going to happen when Kim does to him what." Chloe did to what was uh oh what's the name uh Lamar Odom, so it, it's coming. Hopefully, it's coming. And then I really do think though that Kim loves Kanye, and I think she's really trying to help him. I really feel that way in my heart that she's really trying to help him. But I think she's going to get sick of his shit. But like, but like, is, at this point, you're making me look bad. All, all those sisters do that. All of them have that prodigal black man or husband or boyfriend. Or not even, I don't want to say black, because Scott ain't black. But they all have one guy that they will, if something happens to him, they'll be upset that it happened. But every Kardashian knows how to move the fuck on. Uh, you see Chloe, she's like, all right, I, you know, I went from an athlete to an athlete, but she dated every rapper in hip-hop in between that her sister hadn't been with. So you got that one. And then you got, uh, what's the other one, the short one? I can't remember her. Courtney. Callie. Oh, Courtney. Yeah, so Courtney is the one who she dates the model esque ones who look just like Scott or. or yes, man, Lucas Sabat. And I like him. I really like him. And I'm just upset about this. Like, Trust me, that happens to us. What? You know how mad I was at Lauren London when she got pregnant by Lil Wayne? Like, it's shit like that. Oh, yeah. So, let, let me. We need you the GOAT, man. He is the GOAT, but I mean. <sighs> Anyway, so then you got Chloe and her whole shit. She dated everybody from French Montana to the dude she with now from Cleveland. Then you got what's uh, Kylie. I'm still trying to figure out why Tiger did not knock her up. Like you literally were dating her when she was 16. Now that she is of age, you're like, you know what? Nah, I'm good. I'm gonna let that go. And then Travis Scott goes for it. He got Izzy. Don't only got Iggy. Oh, no, Iggy with uh, Iggy with Playboy Cardi. Yeah, Tripper. Oh, my bad. My bad. My misinformation. <laughs> so much shit, but we, we got to get back on Trump so we can get off of the whole, like, government and politics and shit like that. So, <clears throat> other than that, Taylor Swift apparently is down with the Dems. Meanwhile, Kanye is all about Kanye. So, Taylor Swift last week announced that she is 
pro-Democrat when it comes to policies and politics. So she will be actually voting, hopefully, for Democrats, even though everybody swore up and down that she was a Republican. Me, personally, I feel like this is just her way of getting back at Kanye being like, you see that crazy motherfucker? Like, I'm crazy. So... That would be funny, though. <laughs> I can see that was all her plan to go yeah, against Kanye. Just go against him. Whatever he said. If she says that, you know, if Kanye's like, you know what, I'm right-handed, she's like, but she does, <laughs> right? And somebody gonna fall for it. And apparently everybody did because as soon as she said that she endorsed Democrats, the voter registration numbers surged because of her doing that. So, in hey. sp- yeah, specifically in Tennessee, about 190,178 voters all went and registered the first week. So roughly about 6,000 people per day since have registered after she told them that to go, you know, to basically go Democrat. Um, the power of the White House, it's an amazing feat. It is amazing. Um, so she went and said, I believe that the uh, systemic racism we see in this country towards people of color is terrifying, sickening, and prevalent. I cannot vote for someone who will not be willing to fight for dignity for all Americans, no matter their skin color, gender, or who they love. Shit that Kanye could have said, but he's giving Yeezys to people in Africa. I can't give him the benefit of the doubt of having communication issues. He's a fucking artist. He's a rapper. He can't communicate with people, but he's a rapper. That don't make sense to me. Doesn't go hand in hand. You, you know, I, I don't want to jump ahead. I'm, I'm going to go to it slightly and then we're going to stop and go back to it. But on Joe Budden's podcast, Push, you know, Pusha T was a guest on this. And he had, well, Joe had asked him specifically, is Kanye actually broke? Because, you know, just last year, Kanye was saying how much in debt he was. And I think he was trying to borrow money from Jay and, you know, don't sing your hitters for me and all this other shit. Right. So fast forward to 2018 and all of a sudden he's hanging out with Trump. Do you think that's a ploy or him getting close to Trump is a way of getting his funds or the money that he didn't have reallocated or something saying that, oh, I'm good now. I'm with a nigga who can file for bankruptcy and still be a millionaire. I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, me neither. I just don't get it because it's like, all right, Kim can go. Kim Kardashian of all people can go to Trump and get two people, you know, free from prison. And, you know, we commend her for that. But then two weeks later, you know, Kanye will come out and be like, I'm wearing the Make America you know, Great Again hat and I'm doing this and that and the third. And now all of a sudden he has all his money where he's going, to, you know, to Africa, giving people shoes and stuff like that. Now, mind you, that could just honestly be an Adidas endorsement. But he has not been talking like he's been broke for a long time. I know them Yeezy clothes are not selling, but the shoes have to be. But uh, The shoes are selling off the fucking rack. They are selling Jordan, retro yeah. Jordans and every other shoe. <laughs> the shoes are selling. Um, I don't know how else shoes he did it. I don't, know. Yeah, I don't know how else he has his revenue. I don't know what else his money's tied into. But I'm pretty sure he gets some money from good music artists. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well... I guess, I, I guess we'll we'll figure that out in a month when Kanye pushes back the album that's supposed to come out you know out next month he'll push it back to like February anyway so <laughs> he found out that Taylor Swift is you know promoting Democrats and he says let's just say that I like Taylor's music about twenty five percent less now. Oh boy. <laughs> 
<laughs> this nigga's a wild beast, man. Uh, so going going from the guy who grabs pussies to the one that drugs them. Uh, so Bill Cosby was busted for trying to sneak food into a prison, said he refused to even touch his dinner. Three days after that happens, Bill Cosby gets a notification that his wife is trying to take funds out of their joint you know, savings account. She took out, I think, $100,000 at a time, and it was starting to build up to the point where he had to grant access for this. And a part of me on the inside was like, she waited until he got locked up to try to get everything he got. I, I, come on, Camille. Good for her. C- Camille, you, you are so smart. You are so smart. Mm-mm-mm. Moving right along. So, you, you know, you being a teacher, th- this one is going to be a rough article to actually read. But a trans student was barred from a shelter during Virginia, because we're all local, Virginia school's mass shooter drill. So the school administrators apparently couldn't decide whether the student should be sheltered with the girls or with the boys. So instead of them just staying, you know, with mm-hmm. the they left them outside. So, <laughs> wow, man. Like, about. this is crazy. Are you serious? I- I'm about to read the article. A, trans- wild. a transgender student was separated from her peers during a mass shooter drill at a Virginia middle school, says, as administrators debated where to send her. A lockdown drill at Stafford County Middle School designed to teach the students how to respond in case of an attack required students to seek shelter in the nearest bathroom or locker room. However, the transgender student, whose identity has been withheld, was instead forced to sit in the gym while other students sought shelter. While teachers discussed where she should go, as they said in a Facebook post, after debating where would be safest for the student to be sheltered during a drill designed to mimic the response of an active shooter, teachers ultimately told her to sit in the locker room hallway away from the other students. What? <laughs> like, what the fuck was she born as? That's what you sent her to. Like, what the fuck? Like, what was she born as? We ain't got time for the goofy shit. More. Boom, over there. More. God damn. She's not fucking any... The girls of the boy, she's a student trying to get shelter. She's not, she does not have the cooties. What the fuck is going on? Oh, boy. Mm-mm-mm. What do you got as a teacher? What do you do in this scenario? <clears throat> get the fucking children safe. <laughs> it, I mean, it's simple. You get them to a safe location. Who gives a fuck if they're transgender, if they're heterogendered? You get them safe. So apparently, the middle school spokesperson issued a statement following the outcries over the school's actions. The new superintendent has requested a review of all protocols and procedures to ensure that all children are created with dignity and respect. We take such matters very seriously and they will be addressed. The welfare of all students is the utmost importance to SCPS. Can I just say... If the shooter was actually active, that kid would not be here right now. So the fact that you're doing this shit after the fact does not count. You got caught. That's the first thing. The second thing is fucking wrong. What, like, we got to move, man. I'm telling you. We, you know, we said last week when we were supposed to do the show, we were like, all right, Earth, what they say? Earth is supposed to end in, what, 2030? So we ain't got that much time left anyway. But at this point, they can blow this motherfucker up. 
I thought it was 2040. Right. Like, it's 2040, right? If, if it's 2040, like, well, they need to come up with, like, a Star Wars tutorial so I can get the fuck up out of here. Cause yeah, I know, I know, I know how I'm a dad. I'm cool. I'm Gucci. <laughs> so, wait, so who actually said this? Because I was trying to find the article and I was just confused. Oh, my God. Like, I was trying, I can look for it now, but it was the UN, the UN Council on Climate Change. Oh. But 24, didn't they say it was supposed to end in 2012? Not, not, not end. It's not end. It was if we don't do anything to to let to cut cut the amount of greenhouse gases that we produce and carbons and carbon emissions that we produce that so everything's going electrical that, <laughs> pretty much if we don't if we don't cut, if we don't cut our uses of carbon and, and fossil fuels that the damage to the environment the damage to the environment will be irreversible. Okay, so they, they're going to they're going to figure out a way to fix all that shit. So I ain't tripping. Not as that cheap, not as that orange shield is still in the White House. Don't we go through this shit like every like seven years where they be like, all right, like the Mayans said they were supposed to end. A computer from 1973 said this is the prediction. Of Y2K, year 2000, all that shit. They always trying to scare us into some shit. They always doing that shit. Keep everybody in check. But this is it's literally true. It's literally true because, I mean, just look at the, the amount of devastating hurricanes that have hit the U.S. in the last two years. It, something, is, something is happening. Something is, it, it, uh, something is melting, too. Isn't like fucking Antarctica melting or some shit? Yes, like that? The, the polar ice caps are melting, and that's raising sea levels. It's making, it's making, it's making the oceans warmer. Volcanoes which, are erupting. <laughs> All that shit. Which fuels these super storms, super hurricanes that we've that been hitting the U.S. We had Florence, Michael, last year Harvey, Maria, Rita. Like, something is definitely happening. That's all good. We got that, right? We all got that. So, man, that shit ain't bothering me. <laughs> I can do what I can control, man. I'd, I'd rather go from global warming and all that other shit than Trump starting the war. So, whatever happens, I'm cool with it. Um, however, I do not want to die because of a woman who is like apartment patty. Uh, yeah, you tomorrow uh, I see was blocking dude. Unbelievable. So, boy, y'all want to watch the video or do you want me to actually explain it? I, I'd rather not explain it. It's so bad. Um, I guess I can start. So the article says, apartment patty. White woman tries to stop a black man from entering his own apartment because she felt he didn't belong in the building. Calls the police. That's literally what they said was what happened. And if that's the case, then that's fine. But you know how we have to do everything now is the fact that we have to record it. If you don't record, it doesn't matter, right? So I'm going to play the actual video. The whole oh, thing. yeah, this was terrible. I can. Do you live here? Uh, we gotta that question. I'm, I'm sorry. The, yeah. the keypad is right there. You can film me. That's okay. fine. Into my building. Okay. It's my building as well, so I need to get out of my way. Okay, what unit? I don't say that information. Excuse me. I'm uncomfortable. Okay, you can be uncomfortable. That's your question. Very comfortable because it's you. I need to move out of the way, please. No. Ma'am, please, not touching me. 
I'm not touching you. Just what? I'm not touching you at all. I'm not touching you, and I'm not in any way doing anything outside of letting my dog go to the bathroom. Let me give some context before we even finish the video and everything. So what was said is the guy did not have his key fob on him, but he had his keys to get into his apartment. I know this has happened to not just myself, but plenty of other people before where your apartment, say if you see somebody that's walking into your apartment, the same building that you live in, you'll just walk in behind them because you live there too. So this is what was said is he didn't have his key fob to actually get through the entrance door, but he had his key to actually get into the apartment. So I'll keep going. What unit? I don't need to tell you that. What unit do you live in? 307. Okay. Great. On the fourth floor. Excuse me. No. You don't have a keypad. You are. No. 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 If you have that, then okay. No, you're not security. You're not the property manager. You're not no, Mike Herman. I live here. Okay, and I live here too. You're not Mike Herman. You're not Rick. <laughs> I don't like the fact you have your phone in my face. Okay, I don't like the fact that you're blocking me before I pay. All I'm living. asking is what. I don't need to tell you that information, man. If you want to come into my building, it's not your building. You're not the owner. The pay rent. Sir, you walked up on a street. Yes, and yes, and I've already buzzed in. I've already you did one. not. Yeah, it does not even matter. You can you, my way. No, can you show me the keypad in this I'm building? I'm not showing you anything. In a second, man, I'm trying to walk through where I live at. So. No. Okay. Can you show me the keypad into this? No. Excuse me. No. <laughs> are you kidding me so for anybody who's obviously not seen the video at this point he's walked past her because she was blocking his way in the door you know the entrance after he honestly way too patient he waited a whole minute before he was like you know what fuck this shit i'm out so he goes balls past her walking and he looks the camera at her the entire time as he's walking towards the elevator it's on the elevator, and who's following him? But her. Keep it going. Where are you going? Do you have a keys on that looks like this? You can film all you want. I'm not being rude. I'm not being disrespectful. You walked into a building that I was taking my dog out and pushed your way in. So white people just think that they the fucking police now. Now, mm -hmm. <laughs> she look kind of lit, though. You know what's funny? You know she works for a minority-owned company. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse, her boyfriend black. No, I want to know if Oh, this shit, wow. wow. This, this shit just gets eaten by I am. Because I would like to know who's friends and why you're here. And if you do, then I'd like to meet you because you're a neighbor. And <laughs> now, I, I would like to meet you. Oh, she's really following this man. I would like to my the mm -hmm. She was trying to get pipe. 
Yeah. That's what I think too. <laughs> well, you you can come in. I can introduce, introduce myself to you. Find out all about me. You can scream rape the next day because oh yeah, well. Oh yeah, that'd be wild. <laughs> Just following you all the way to my door. Bitch, you're gonna pull on her up your next day. Wait, as a record, I just wanted to say hi. What's your name? What? Oh, when you realize he actually lived here, all of a sudden he was worth your time and shit, right? Like, oh, he lives in fucking loft, right? Like, she, 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 you she, know she, what's she, crazy? Uh, that white people really have the audacity mm-hmm. to think this is acceptable. Like, like it, y'all really think this is okay. It's not. To harass people in their own home. The thing is, it's not, I don't even want to say if it's your home or not. If Q came to my house and somebody harassed him the way that she harassed him, you never know who's on the other side of that goddamn door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the door. And I will flame your ass for doing some shit like that. Because God forbid, if the roles were reversed and he did that same shit to her, he'd be in jail right now. Mm-hmm. She might have gotten fired and all that. She's going to get another job. Apartment Patty will be fine. She's going to go work for a nonprofit. She'll work wherever the fuck she is. But she's going to be fine. Let that shit have been him. Oh, yeah. I followed a woman to her apartment, a white woman at that, a white blonde woman at that, that lives in the law. She's by herself with her dog. You followed her not only into the building, you followed her not to your floor, to her floor. She's got it all documented. And then you say, oh, I just wanted to get to know you and get to know your name. No, no. Um, not in this era with the Me Too movement and shit like that. Nope. I, nope. Fuck this shit. I'm out. I can't do it. Sorry. So apartment Patty, I apologize for the fact that your face and name are all out there, but you got what you deserve. Pretty much. More importantly, she had, oh my God, this shit hurts to say. You, you your boyfriend from what Twitter has told everybody, because you know Twitter can find you in like 10 minutes. They are like CSI. So <laughs> they found out her job, her name. More importantly, you told dude on camera your apartment number. So once this went viral, shit could have gotten like a whole lot worse for her. Niggas could have been knocking at the door. Oh, apartment 301, right? Yeah, so it's you. So now she don't live in that loft anymore because she done put all that information out there, got fired, and she has a black boyfriend. That nigga must feel the same way that... um. What's the other girl, that blonde white chick that hung out with Charlemagne and all that when everybody found out that her boyfriend was black? And we're like, wait a minute, like, you act this way, but then you want to appropriate us? <clears throat> Fuck it. I, I, Only in America. Only in America. Like, to me, if that was that dude's situation, I'd have said some big wild shit to it to make it call the police. And they walked in my house. Yeah, I'd have said some shit like, you just want the BBC or something? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm just trying to get home. But... You know what? If we would have said that shit, it would have instantly been, well, he threatened me with sex or something like that. So, you know what? Apartment Patty, you got what you deserve. Um, hopefully, you were a part of 53% because now they got one. So, in the name of Lauren Hill, they got one. I'd be like, you're here in my way. I'm going to have sex. Get out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> so, at, at least one white person who got it right, though. Um, so 
Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are expecting a child. So shout shout out to you know Hen- Prince Henry actually getting it right. right. The royal family, my man. Yeah, he 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 did right. He did right. Me- uh, Meghan Markle family some shit, but congratulations. They start in their own family. Her daddy crazy. Her mama like halfway crazy. The sisters, the siblings, aunts, all them batshit crazy. But. You got to secured the bag. Got the exactly. kid. Exactly. So no, but I'm really happy about them. They look very happy together. Yeah, there's some good shit going on in the world. You know what I mean? Right. Some nice things. I got, everything is everything is love, people. Everything is love. <laughs> I guess we need to get into entertainment because we already didn't talk politics and fuck shit. Moving on. So I want to show y'all a. Fendi scarf that I saw online that is actually pretty scary to look at. So it's about 750, you know, euros that is built by, well, made by Fendi called the Volva scarf. So y'all might see it now, but as close to being a woman, would you ever wear this fucking scarf? That ain't even lit. Like, it's not even lit. Let me see. I got that shit in the store. It's called a vulva scarf because it looks like a fucking vagina with hair around it. And it's 750. I'll never understand the world. Oh, Fendi be throwing their prices off the train, fool. I see that shit every day. They throw their prices up there. And the thing, I've seen some dumb shit. I've like I've walked in and out of Nordstroms because there's nothing I could afford near at the time. I like Bloomingdale, even trying to look at the name Bloomingdale is just too much for me. And we all remember when Neiman Marcus was selling like $180 string things in college <laughs> shit. So th- there'll be none of that. Seven hundred and fifty nah, you gotta be fucking kidding. For a scarf, suck my dick from the back. Um speaking of dicks, so um Kalani, apparently, I guess she's pregnant. Now, I haven't heard much out of her since, like, her last album, and I love that album, Uh, but apparently she's pregnant, and her baby father is bisexual. Twitter went nuts about this shit. They were like, wait a minute, like, the dude's bisexual, like, where they do that at? And I was like, um, I don't know, because y'all were feeling Y'all will feel a a certain way when Insecure had that same shit happen last season, but now it's a different story. So I need to ask Chris. So Mm. as a woman, Mm -hmm. would you you ever date or have a child with a bisexual male? No. I dig it. I dig it. I personally wouldn't, but if you wanted to, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And that that's why I took it. I was like, oh well, basically when it came to her, she was saying that everybody has known of her baby father for well, I don't want to say her baby father, her child's father for a long time because he's all over her Instagram. So mm-hmm. you know, people investigate, they go straight to Instagram and they do like the law of numbers and like, okay, who's always in her photos and who she's always close to? Now, obviously, it's not Kyrie Irving, which mm-hmm. was one of the most recent posts that was made with the photo of them two, and it's not Party Next Door. It's so like, okay, who in the hell is it? Comes to find out that, you know, it's the guy, Javi Young White. So, 
they, I don't know how this ties into Nicki Minaj, but apparently Nicki Minaj posted something congratulating her and Kalani answered saying that, you know, we practiced a lot. It was bomb and we had a lot of sex. We had a short time of frame to get pregnant. So we had a lot of it. So I was like, oh, well, congratulations, Kalani. Like, I'm I'm happy for you. Um, my kind of girl. My kind of girl. I, I love her. Um, I would hope to hear a good album coming up because, I mean, I, I need a bounce back from that trash ass LMA album. But I never listened to I never listened to any Kalani's music, though. Come is she on. good? Is she can, is she talented? Or like, is she good? Like, Kalani's music is oh boy, it's like what you would get if like there's SZA and then there is who can I compare? Gwen Stefani. Yeah, I bangle both of them. Yeah, I yeah, I like Kalani's music actually. She's okay. like where SZA meets Gwen Stefani. Okay, I can't not like it. Yeah, the thing is, you'll you'll like it, and then her personality makes it that much better. So, it, it seems like she kind of set a trend for women who actually embrace exactly who they are and make the music as such. I don't get that with like the LMAs of the world, who their music it, it just seems like one tone the entire album. So, uh-huh. <clears throat> a little bit different. So I. I'm. I can't wait. I, what I do like about LMA is she led with two songs about her being in love with a dude. That was cool. We, we need yeah. more of that instead of male bashing and shit. We, even though we, we know, we know niggas ain't. We know we know men ain't. Niggas ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> we know men. We know men have definitely been more trash and they have been respectable nowadays. I understand that, but and y'all y'all be so trash and it's just like. Not mm-hmm. all y'all, cause y'all good, but we need to put more, we need so to put more positive energy from the female side of R and B to get to you know it, it'll motivate us. To oh yeah, better. maybe they'll want to do better. Okay, mm-hmm. like, all right. Thanks. I Destiny's see where child. you're going, CJ. That, Destiny's child breathed the trash, man. So I, I cannot pay your bill. I think she started. Yeah, she. They started that. I'm a survivor. I'm independent. Throw your hands up, Batman. Word on the street. I need a soldier. What? Beyonce and Kelly apparently are supposed to be having a joint album, which means we got to go through another Beyonce tour that's two, three hundred dollars with her and Kelly. I I don't care at this point. (laughs) Just, I, 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 you know what? I'm here for. I'm here for Queen. I mean, they sisters. Yeah, I'm here for Queen B. I I never had a problem with Kelly. So whatever. Keep the money in the family. I'm fine with it, but let, let Michelle get in on that. Like, give give the people what they've been asking for. for the oh no, Michelle! Yeah, it's just Damn. a Beyonce album, so I just yeah. like, you know, isn't Michelle sick or something? No, she just got married, didn't she? So, oh, she, okay, she, you know, she doing her thing, but still, like, give her her little. Chance. Yeah, I thought she was dying. I thought she was dying. She was- Right. I, I, thought, I thought she had like I thought she was no I really thought she was sick I really, no I, yeah no like no lie this is not a joke yeah. I really think she's like dying well I hope she but shouts out to her she that oh boy well let, if if you what's not, her name Michelle Williams right yeah. that's her okay side note since Kanye has completely checked out can we get a if, can we get a Jay-Z collab out with somebody else it can't be Kanye of course because well, they not even cool no more but honestly CJ do we want Jay to collaborate with everybody, like at least he, he only got Kanye and uh, Beyonce and R. Kelly. 
Yeah, yeah but think about it. All, all that, other than his wife, both of those were failed attempts. Like, Kanye was an uh, experiment gone wrong, and then you got the whole shit with him and R. Kelly. That was bad. He did the Linkin Park album. I haven't heard a good Linkin Park song since if, the album. If, if we can, I, I think if we can do a Jay-Z and Nas collab or a Jay-Z and Locks collab, that should be fire. Mm. I think so. All right, so Michelle is not dying. She was just in the hospital for being clinically depressed. So, yo, I feel bad because I really read an article. She was dying. Like, yeah. had, like I think can't I read stage that. four cancer. Yeah, some shit. some shit like that. Yeah. Well, she's alive. Y'all need to stop internet. Stop it. Yeah, media <laughs> take out. Well, somebody who ever put that shit out. They be trying to kill everybody. Yeah, take out the worst. <laughs> I, I swore Urkel was dead from like Twitter 2009 until like 2014. I'm like, wait, like, Urkel's dead? Was, y'all, yeah. Remember like 2013 when TMZ was killing everybody? <laughs> I was like, pretty much. I was like, y'all killing that. So Rick Ross is about to die. Lil Wayne's about to die too. Lil Wayne almost died on this. Ross definitely almost died on this. Didn't NBA Youngboy recently almost die on this? Something. So I guess. Oh yeah, Yellow just got shot. Damn, Jesus! I ain't, I ain't even know who that was until he got shot. I'm like, damn. Then I see he performed at the BT Hip Hop Awards last night. I'm like, okay, this is the dude that got shot. Yeah, pop pow. If we go slide, push nigga down, slide down. Hey, you stupid. Oh, God. So Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson have allegedly, well, not allegedly, now it's official, they have broken off their engagement. Oh, yeah, they're done. Yeah. Can I, that was, can I say this? He did that for that Saturday Night Live episode when he said they was going to break up in two years. <laughs> That's what did it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say this, and it's going to, it's one of two things. First and foremost, like, I think the Mac Miller thing really took a hit for the both of them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she was grieving over that, and he probably didn't know where to stand on that because honestly, she loved him more than she loved Pete. And then, secondly, they started dating like three weeks after they broke up. After Mac mm-hmm. Miller and Ariana Grande like broke up, started dating in May. She's all she's heartbroken off that. He Pete knew that she was vulnerable. So what he did was he proposed to her in fucking June. Now, nobody knew what was gonna happen to Mac Miller. The issue though is you proposed after dating her for less than a month, coming off of a breakup. We all knew something was gonna happen. We just didn't know the Mac Miller thing was going to happen. Well, we knew it wasn't going to last long. Um, but then again, Ariana Grande's relationships, I don't know if she's just toxic or she got like a hex on her or something like that. No, no, her and Big Sean lasted a pretty long time. They did, but honestly, name a Big Sean album that's been good since they broke up. Big Sean has been pretty consistent to me. I know he has. I see seen him in Vegas. He was cool. Lie. And he, he be moving too. That, that, he he be, do. <laughs> I like Big Sean. I, I fuck, I, I, I fuck, I fuck mm. with you, Big Sean. Big Sean, I he yeah, the I, I don't know. So apparently, Big Sean he did speak out about the whole thing for Ariana Grande and you know the split. He was like he still cares about her. That ain't gonna be good because you know uh, Janae done got a whole tattoo of that man on her arm. It, all I'm, saying, 
All I'm gonna say is we about to get a fire Janae album. We're gonna get uh, Big Sean and Janae getting back together because that was honestly the one dude I could say that she actually cared about. I don't know what he did to ruin that, but that, that's one that twenty twenty eighty eight album was fire. I'm, yeah, waiting, it, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the part two. Yeah. Well, Big Sean be doing shit to these women. He just can't stay with them. So I, I guess. Um, either way, I guess moving right along from people who can't stay together to people who stay together, but are they really together? So apparently, Will and Jada Smith <laughs> haven't slept together in six years. Oh, so who they sleeping with? Yeah, I, everybody. <laughs> Whoever they act with, they don't slept with. Everybody. I know Will doing this thing. You know damn Will Jaded on hers. My man jumped out of a plane. He gets some from somewhere. Yeah, he's he got some inspirational pussy. <laughs> everybody keeps saying Jada probably getting hers too. Her skin glowing. She looking good. Well, everybody says, and this article specifically says that Jada has always been the more sexually open-minded one out of their relationship. She said in an article that her grandmother taught her about self-pleasure at the age of nine. And then oh, that's kind of wild. So that's, that's kind of weird. I said the same thing. Then she went on to say that she got really into sex toys in her twenties and was addicted to them for a period of time. Said that you can create so much pleasure. You constantly want it. Um, she'd be flipping the beans and Tupac posters. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. They close it out by saying that Will likes an adventure every now and again, but it seems like they're not even married right now, but they're happy with that. Basically, it's what they try to pin it on was, hey, Jada's the wild one. She'll let Will do some shit as long as he doesn't get caught in it. Because I'm sure he fucked, uh, what's the girl's name from Hitch? Um, Eva Mendez? Or all, like, Eva Mendez, yeah. He had to. He had to. What the fuck happened to her? Don't she, like, make clothes for, like, what, like White House black market and shit now, right? Oh, I like that. I think that's what she does. She doesn't, like, do a lot of act. She's, like, one of those actresses that they looked good in a the movie. They did maybe a couple movies after that, and then they disappeared off the place of the earth. Like, who was that? Who was the chick that Craig liked on, what movie was that? Was it Friday After Next? And we ain't seen her since that movie. <laughs> the Spanish the Spanish girl, the Latino girl. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't she married to the basketball player, right? And ain't, ain't heard of her since. So, speaking of people we haven't heard from in a while, Dipset got a new album. My niggas. My, my niggas. What's up? I, do you know how excited I am about this shit? Oh, I'm very excited. We haven't heard these niggas in years. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think people understand what, what Dipset... Dipset actually revolutionized a lot of shit, and people don't yeah. realize it. They just don't claim it. They, they revolutionized a lot of shit, like even from fashion. Mm-hmm. They, the, they the first... They are the first rap group that started wearing clothes that fit. They were wearing big ass clothes. Then they was the start. They started wearing clothes, shirts and shit that fit them. And like Jim Jones and all that. They started. They started wearing that shit to fit them. And then everybody started doing it again. Mm-hmm. Well, all I know is diplomatic ties will drop on Thanksgiving. I'm dropping. Mm-hmm. I'm dropping my plate as soon as that shit come out. I got. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna be zoned in. I got. I got to hear this. So. You know they got some Dre, uh, Dr. Dre uh, produced songs on it supposedly. I'm with it. That was that was supposed to be on Detox. It's going to be on this album now. Trust me, I'm with it. If I can personally profit from it, I'm all for it. But, uh, boy, did y'all move, moving from that? 
did y'all hear the shop episode of like LeBron show with Drake and everybody? If you didn't, you was under a rock. That shit was on all platforms. It came to your phone as a notification. <laughs> that, shit come, that shit might have been on the, city, the CNN app. <laughs> like, that shit came from that my phone from all angles. As soon as it uh, was a clip of it, it just they showed. Yeah, I got it from Twitter, from Instagram, from, from World Star, <laughs> YouTube, World Star. Everything came to my phone notification. Oh, Drake opens up about the beef. Drake opens up, like it came from everywhere on, on the bronze shop. And I, you know what? That was a smart business. LeBron's a smart-ass businessman. LeBron's going with the money. He don't, he don't care about none of this rap beef for real. He well, per, apparently, he's a rap historian. That's what he said on the show. Yeah. Rap historian. My bad. My bad, Bron. Uncle Bron. <laughs> so, basically, Drake went to the effect of saying, you know, he wanted approval. He felt disappointed in Pusha T and all that. Um... The fact that we're even still talking about this beef is kind of pissing me off. It's so drawn out, isn't it? It's fucking drawn out. I, I don't want this. I don't need it. it. You don't need it. And more importantly, Drake literally, like, escaped that beef with just a scratch. It was like, all right, like, great. Like, I got, you know, I got cut a little bit of blood. Cool. But I'm going to heal from that. I'm going to take this L. But you know what? I'm going to catch a whole bunch of W's at the end. It's like, you know, you just got in a fight at a club, but you're going home with the baddest bitch that was in there. Yeah. So, and, you're never, and you're never going to lose that dynamic. Exactly. But Drake can't leave well off alone. So he strategically comes out with this during the shop. He could have interviewed about this when people were actually asking him about it, but he didn't do that. He, because, you know, he don't do interviews and all that. But if LeBron goes calling, then he, he'll do it. So I guess this was payback for the whole situation where Drake had brought, I think it was at the LA show. He had brought LeBron out and Travis Scott to perform, you know, sicko mode. And then the night after at the second show, he brought Chris Brown out and him and Chris Brown patched it up. I was like, all right, great. Everybody's patching it up with Drake. Drake is basically aligning himself to not have beef with everybody. So people just don't fuck with him. You can't. I respect, I respect that. And I'm, I'm cool. With, I'm cool with everybody being buddy, buddy and all that. Like I said, end on the hate, man. It's too much money to be made for people to hate. I'm that way, too. And then today's episode of the Joe Button podcast came. And, nigga, when I tell you, I feel like I have to play this whole, I don't want to, but I have to. See, you've already heard it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, know, Chris and Q, like, y'all probably haven't heard it, but... Push went on Joe Button's podcast, and before we even play, let me just say, Joe Button's the same nigga who would go and say he would never do interviews with people on his podcast because that's not his lane. He don't want to give other niggas shine. More importantly, when he went on Tax Stone's podcast, you know, shout out to, you know, Tax, it's one of those things where... When he went on that show, he was not fucking with interviews at all. I don't want to interview anybody. But everything that Joe Budden stands on, he can only stand on it for so long. He was the same nigga who was like, oh, we ain't going to no platform. We just going to always be free, blah, 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 blah. Then he goes to Spotify. Then he was like, you know what? We gonna ne- you know, I'm never getting back on Love & Hip Hop. Fuck Mona Scott Young. This nigga's going to be on Love & Hip Hop next season. Then it's a whole thing with Drake. He's like, oh, well, you know, I passed it up with Aubrey. We cool, you know. I had a hung out with him. We text all the time. We, you know, I'm in his DMs, blah, 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 blah. Cool. Then this shit comes out. I'm like, bro, 
what is it? What is it, Joe? You can't go and play both sides because you know you're about to get a million views from this Pusha T interview. So from the jump, the podcast started off wrong because for somebody who was just beefing with Drake last year, you've been standing for him ever since that beef ended and you lost that battle. So I guess Joe was waiting for somebody to give Drake that L to be like, I'm going to side with that nigga and I'm going to just run with it. And here comes pushing T. So here's the interview so y'all can hear. To Wyoming, after the after the listening party, my DMs hit. My man, um, Sean, he, um, he's in my DMs. He's like, yo, we need to talk tomorrow. Um, make sure you hit me. Um, now, me and Sean, we're not even friends. Like, you know, we were friends earlier in, in life, falling out behind some rap shit. I call him the next day, like, yo, what's up? He's like, listen. Niggas is out here offering a hundred grand for you, and in, in regard to um, you know, in regard to this whole beef, and um, I'd have been insulted. You can offer more than that, you know. I mean, hey man, I, you know, by this time I was, I was, by this time I felt good though, because I'm like, you're offering what you don't have. You're off, you, you know, you're offering because you don't have. So now I feel like I'm holding the aces. I'm holding everything, and um. And talking to him, he 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 puts his man on phone, who another guy who I wasn't cool with, his name is Fetty. And um, they was just like, yo, for real on some VA shit, like, man, there's no way we gonna even participate in something like this against you. And beyond that, it's this girl on the phone, she talking like she your sister, but she steady trying to get info to kill you. <laughs> Somehow I have wanna cut you off. Go ahead. Somehow I have some of these clips and I'd like to play them. I don't want them to jeopardize the relationship between all of you and all Aubrey. So, me and Drake are good. Me and Drake are Texan. That's good. So let me, let me give some more context to it because one part that's not played on this clip is the actual start where he had said that it wasn't Kanye who had given push all the information about Drake's son and everything. It was instead 40, who is everybody knows as Drake's right-hand man. That's his boy. So what had happened was 40 was talking to this girl, sleeping with her pillow talking, and the girl ran back to push and was telling push this shit. Now me, I, I'm, I just might be dumb, but I was like, if she's fucking 40, and you went and talked to a homegirl or whatever, or you got the information, however you got the information, she might have actually run to you and told you this shit. Um, don't that make you the chatty patty, though? Because, I mean, Drake, yeah, he did go to the shop and he talked to LeBron and all that, but I don't see where he was wrong in doing that other than the fact that he waited too long to do it. He said he was upset at the way that you would approach the 40 situation and that she was, you know... Everything other than the fact that he lost the battle. But Push says that he got the information from a girl about Drake, not from 40, but 40 gave it to the, you know, gave it to the girl, and then next thing you know, it's on his diss track. I just thought that was some whole shit. But uh, I, I do, I will agree with, I think we was rapping about it earlier, Greg, um, in the chat. I do, uh, I, I will respect him more for getting information that way than trying to pay somebody. Oh, yeah. And and that that's where this clip comes in. So, you know, context of this clip, it's a situation where Drake 
was offering people in Virginia and people who may know or affiliated with Push $100,000 for any information on it. Now, that's one, oh, no, like that's snitching, first and foremost. And secondly, that's some whole ass shit to do. The issue, though, is you got two grown ass men doing shit. One is getting information from a pillow talker, you know, and then one is going and paying for, in, you know, the information. Both things cancel out for me. It both it makes them both look bad in my eyes. However, push comes out on the upside because he did a three and a half hour podcast and it was rare, like it was rare moments where it's like, you know what? He's making sense. And then there's rare moments where it's like, you know what? Damn, like he's wrong. Well, I'll keep I'll keep playing the clip. Everybody's good. Everybody's good. Everybody's good. Everybody's good. Everybody's good. Everybody's good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yes. I'm retired. I don't need to drink too drunk. No, I'm good. Rory likes drinking. Okay. Look just how deep it gets, though. It's like, this is what nobody knows. This is what, like, you're really combating. When y'all talk about rules and you talk about going too far, this is something you would, this is something you'd never hear about. Something you'd never hear about, Rick. Wait, I see what Push is doing here. Because Push likes to draw focus to things that we should focus on, but not to the point that we should focus on them. So I see what's happening here. That, is this kind of your way of saying, little, what rules are you referring to? What rules? How, how could there possibly be rules if you have six figures for dirty intel on me? Right. So, this um. Now, CJ, you heard more of the conversation. I can't obviously play the whole shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But one, one thing that highlighted the whole episode for me that a lot of people probably missed or weren't paying attention to, it wasn't Push talking about Drake. It wasn't him talking about Kanye. More specific to me, it was how he approached the Jay Prince situation. He had said something to the effect of... Jay Prince is one of the nicest dudes when you get him on the phone. It was none of that shit that he was talking about when he was promoting the book. He made it seem like Jay Prince is only promote, you know, promoting the book and he was doing that as a result of the beef. So if that's the case, I want to hear this disc that Jay Prince says that he had to hold you know, Drake back from promoting because clearly the beef is still on. Mm-hmm. Jay Prince, didn't he say that he talked to Kanye, he talked to Drake, and he was like, nothing else will come from this, blah, 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 blah. And mm-hmm. mind you, Drake said what he said, but he didn't give any context that wasn't already known. Yeah. But I want to know, like, why, like, Pusher, Pusher's talking about, okay, basically, Drake, he learned from a, a youngin', right? Exactly. So you mean to tell me that you wanted to get dirt on Drake so bad? That you had to find a youngin to pay to get money. You should have took the L with Kanye. At least it would have sounded better. Well, here's the thing. You, I think you, like, I don't see, you messed up. You confused two different stories. So he didn't pay the girl. What happened was the girl was dating and sleeping with 40. 40 went and was telling this girl all of Drake's business. He was like. But I'm saying she told Pusher for what? Like, she didn't tell him just off. For no reason, right? Exactly. And that's true. She, I'm sure that there was some type of money involved. She's not doing this shit freehand. She's yeah. Like, oh, I'm, I'm going to give you something. I need to get something in return for this information. That's exactly. 
So when he's like, okay, they were asking for a hundred thousand for my information. I'm like, what'd you give the girl? You had to, you know, so I see exactly what you mean there, which makes it look like both of them are some hoes for that shit. And I'm not calling them hoes. Like I would never say it to them and they facing them shit like that. But it's more so like y'all both doing some chatty patty type shit. Y'all doing it on a public platform. It's literally one of the most silly rap beefs I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, like it really is. Yeah, it is. I don't even know. They're not even in the same class, so I don't even know why he's acknowledging him. Well, I, I just hope that now, since the beef clearly has not died, even though Jay Prince told Drake not to, you know, not to put out the disc, he didn't put out the disc. Now, <laughs> who is Jay Prince to all of these people? <laughs> Jay, Jay Prince pretty much has a, a Drake uh, 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 percentage in Drake's estate. Pretty much, okay. so and he's like a Drake investment, and Jay Prince is known, and you know he's known to just shut shit down and run shit. And, 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 okay. and that's cool and well, but for you to be Jay Prince and a and a grown man, push a T, mind you, said you were one of the nicest dudes on the phone, blah 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 blah. And it wasn't like he was trying to say it to be disrespectful, but it's like, dude, you putting out more information that needed to be put out against Drake. If Drake is supposed to be your man, and he's telling you that. You know, he's telling millions of people, rather, that Drake's best man, his homeboy, his right-hand man, is going and telling female shit and is getting back to push. Right. It's like, so now what? The ball's in your court, Jay Prince. If that was me, I'm like, you know what? I'm pushing the button. Go ahead and release that diss track now because clearly it's on. Right. See, this, see, this, this, my, this my thing too, Greg. I don't want to... I don't want to... I'm going to try to say this as... as uh, quickly as possible because I don't want to draw it out. Um, apparently the, a whole diss started from what happened to that boy with Birdman. Mm-hmm. Apparently Birdman didn't pay Neptunes for you know the song, the beat and the song. And from that point, Pusha T has been pretty much dissing Lil Wayne. Yep. He started off just dissing Lil Wayne from, and that was 2003. It was 2003. You're not even on the same label any, anymore. Nope. So you brought the beef. You brought that beef to a whole other label, and then you brought Kanye into it. So to me, it's like Dwayne and Drake ain't been doing been, ain't been doing nothing but numbers on the board. You ain't you, you been focused on them the whole time. That and you you want you, you you looking like a groupie right now. You looking like you just obsessed with them. Like what? can't let it go, champ. Can't let it go. Not only just that, I honestly think that. Push had such a, he felt like he was so much better than Wayne. Because remember, him and Wayne both went so, I don't want to say solo, but they both started putting out solo projects around the same time. It was just, yeah. uh, Push's shit was always getting eclipsed by Wayne. And not only that, now Nicki is doing better than Push and all that. And then Neptune didn't really fall off and nothing like that, but Star Trek didn't do much. And then you got a situation where Push gets on good music. And even then, what she will never admit is Big Sean was going and, you know, pumping out projects and doing good. Kanye was doing good and all that. Shit, even Common and John Legend, they were all selling. And Push was like, Push was essentially the Wale of good music. It's just now everybody who was putting out content from them, they are more celebrities than entertainers now. Like, Common ain't putting out music. He's getting in TV shows and movies and shit like that. He will not, he don't care about music as much as he used to. John Legend got Christy. He could really care less about, like, music at all. Then, who else? Mm -hmm. Big Sean, he's like, hey, I made my money. I put out an album whenever the fuck I want to. I got my girl, blah, blah, blah. I'm straight. Um, Right. 
th- other than that, who you got on good music now that's actually two, without content? Like content. Two, 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 two chains. Okay, you got two. And even who's then, cool with Drake? Who's cool as shit with Drake? Yeah, he's cool. Not only is he cool with Drake, he's putting out better content more consistently than Push. We can just keep that honest because on all of Two Chain's projects have been, I don't want to say equivalent to Push's projects, but other than Daytona, I would actually go and replay more of Two Chain shit than I would. Two Chain's got some bangers. Yeah, Chain's got some bangers. So you got what two chains? You got what Saha the Prince? Who didn't he say a month ago? Oh yeah, well Kanye and I are working out, you know, working on our project. Mm-hmm. That never came out. Um, Kid Cudi, I mean his project was good, but he, you know how Kid Cudi is. He'll put out an album, then disappear for six months, and then he'll go on a tour for that project. Like wait, what the fuck? Like okay, fine. So you got Kid Cudi, you got Tiana who was upset because the album that she wanted didn't get put out. Mm-hmm. And then you got Push. Push is more so he's the damage control for Kanye because when he kept saying on the podcast, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm the president of good music. I'm like, nigga, what? You, you, him being the president of good music is basically Kanye saying, I don't really give a fuck about y'all. I'll produce y'all music. Y'all will produce me income as a result. But honestly, it's really fucked that label for like Kanye. Yeah, Kanye kind of just left them hanging, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, Kanye don't give a fuck about them. If they're on his project, that's cool. Because what he was trying to do that same shit with Chance. Chance literally made that, uh, what was that project that he put out? Um, Coloring Book or something? Or? No, not, co- not Coloring Book. Uh, <laughs> Kanye's album. Not the one that just came out. Not Yeezus, but the other one too. Oh, my God. Uh, the Life of Pablo. So The Life of Pablo literally had Chance written all over it. From the beginning, the middle, the end. Chance is on like, what, three tracks on the songs? He's produced most mm-hmm. of them or helped assist in it. You know, he's telling Kanye mm-hmm. to come back to Chicago and all this other shit. So basically, Kanye is like the puppet master. So he's standing back smiling and shit. And then you got Push going and taking all this, you know, taking all these shots. I just want Jay Prince to go and push that button and be like, you know what? Here's the beef. Now you need to respond to it. Because clearly, the shit was that damaging. Now, even if it's not directed at Push and it's directed at Kanye, Kanye deserved all that shit. Because the thing is, I think Push is more upset that Drake is totally looking over him like he's the shorter twin or some shit like that. He's like, you know what? Push, thank you. You know, you gave me my L however. I'm going at your balls. And that's how it's always looked up until this interview that he did when he said that he was upset at what he said about 40. Everything else has been about Kanye. And Push is like, nah, I want all the smoke. I need that attention because Daytona's out and I want that shit. But Drake is like, for what? Your album won't come and go. Honestly, I still see on Apple Music, myself and my friends play Scorpion at least once a week. Or some song from Scorpion. So... Push, I, I don't know. He looked like a hoe for the shit that, you know, he pulled on Joe Budden podcast. Joe Budden, I don't even know what the fuck he was doing with that. And that, wow. Uh, he looking funny in the light, man, because he was definitely riding Drake coattails all summer. And then he get this interview with Push. It's like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to ride this wave because that's what's good right now. So, I don't know. Well, either, are any of y'all going to stop fucking with either one of them because of this beef or y'all hoping something comes No. 
this beef is the dumbest beef I've ever seen. Like I said, they're, they're like, they have nothing to do with either of each other. Like they're not even in the same rap style game, nothing. Like no. they would never be at the same headliner show. Like that's just not going to happen. So the fact that people even putting all this thought and shit into it is kind of dumb to me. Mm-hmm. They're going to make it up and be cool. Yeah. Or if they don't, like, shut up. Y'all being dumb. Nobody cares about this dumb beef. Yeah, pretty much. So one, one final thing about that, and then we'll go into what's bothering us. But who of the, you know, the cash money's, you know, group should respond if Push says something else or this escalates to the next level after these interviews happen? Do you think Wayne should say something or do you think Drake should say something? Wayne just need to live on his legendary status and let the little kids play. Yeah. See, Wayne ain't got to say nothing. He, he got to... Honestly, the beef was with pushing and Birdman. He ain't really... Mm-hmm. It ain't got nothing to do... He was just going at Wayne because Wayne was the face up and making all the money. He, Wayne ain't tripping off that shit and he shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? He happy he got his car to five rights and he got his money. What, what, what he need to indulge in this for? That, if Drake want to take this beef on, he can, him and his Ubu fam... OVO, I said Ubu. Who's OVO fan? Oh, man, shout out to Ubu. Yeah, shout out to Ubu. Him and his OVO fam could just go. I mean, I feel like he got enough firepower to do his thing. I mean, if they want to do that, then they do that. I don't feel like Wayne need to respond. Nikki's in no way, shape, or form to respond to anything, to anybody about nothing, because she got to deal with Cardi. Yeah, she got a lot on her plate already. She might want to chill on all that shit. Mind your business, sis. Mind your business. It ain't, I, I mean... And nobody in good music really cares because every it seems like every other artist besides Big Sean mm-hmm. is cool with Drake. Yep. But that shit gotta eat at you when you on a label and niggas will literally skip your album release. Because I'm sure if Drake and Push came out with like an album, which one you gonna listen to first? Drake? I'm definitely gonna listen to Drake first. I don't know. <laughs> That, that shit got to eat at Push knowing that niggas will jump on a Drake album because he requested them. And then when it's Push, it's like, hey, um, so you know I actually got a date tonight. So can, can we just do it next Tuesday or some shit like that? Oh. No, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So we need to go straight into what's bothering us. So, oh, boy. This, this is a good episode this week coming back from last week. So, Chris, what's bothering you this week? Scammers. Oh boy. I am tired of scammers. Okay. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say nothing about who's been scamming out here. But I just still feel like people need to give it up, yo. If like robbing is the worst way to tarnish your reputation. And your reputation is everything. So do better. That's all I got to say. PSA, PSA. Mm. Okay. Right. I, can, I can dig that. I can definitely get there with that. CJ, what's bothering you? What's bothering me is going to tie into what we talked about with uh, 40 and the pillow talking. Mm. <laughs> okay, fellas, this is my thing. We got to do, oh my God, we got to do better. Because, I, I mean, I know some real niggas that got, who, do, who, who has done it. And who got caught up in doing it? You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to sit here and bash all pillow talk about y'all the worst niggas in the world. Because it can definitely happen. You get caught up with your young man. I'm not going to say pillow talking to your, your wife or your girl because that's natural. But when y'all pillow talking to side bitches, that's just OC. Mm-hmm. 
like, all right, I, I, I don't condone people talking to your wife and your girl either. But I mean, y'all supposed to have a special certain bond on another level. I understand if you do. I wouldn't do it personally, but I understand if you do. I wouldn't bash you for it. I'm not against it. I just personally wouldn't do it. But. Proud upon. Yeah. But my thing is, come on, like, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you getting out of this? How was this productive? How was this, how was you putting a soul to this girl, telling this girl business about another man? What is that doing for you? Nothing. Not a what guess. is it? <laughs> like, you, I mean, I'm, if you're talking, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you already, you know, y'all already there at that point to where y'all having sex. So at this point, you just, you just trying to make yourself look better off another man's name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know Ew. So then he need to be looking at 40 like, why are you talking Maybe. about this so young? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, 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 that's the can of worms that Pusha opened up for real. Mm-hmm. So how is Drake looking at 40 now? Yeah, and then and then it's like I don't I don't know, Greg. I just never understood it because it's like if you're people talking, you you you're telling your another nigga business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why are you that invested, man? What, what are you What are you telling this woman this man's business for? Are you trying to make this man this man look bad? It makes you look like a hater. Mm-hmm. That's how the woman if the woman don't it got any sense, which they usually do. They gonna look at you like, oh, he hating. Exactly. Oh boy. Okay. It's, gonna, it's actually going to build interest in the man you're talking about. Bingo, bingo. It's not productive at all. And it's, it's, it's a weakness. Mm-hmm. It's weak. <laughs> can't wait, can't wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all. Like that's what bothered me is the pillow talk. Mm-hmm. So, damn, I can't even follow. I, yeah, you know what? You and I have talked. We, we've talked to an extent on certain things. And I, I've been annoyed about a lot of shit recently um, to the point where I've actually started meditating because it's like just dumb shit every day. And it's stuff that's not even necessary. But there's one little thing that, you know, I've told Q about, you know, just in confidence about people who they get I don't even want to say they get on, but they think they're on because they have gone from point A to point B in life, not realizing that there's a whole lot more shit to them. And there's a whole lot mm-hmm. of more shit about life that they have not gotten to yet. So mm-hmm. we, we, ha- we all have friends who aren't really, like, we, we've seen them at their lowest, we've seen them lower than their lowest, and we've seen them, like, we've seen them We've, you know, Q and I have friends or a friend rather that has grown, but they haven't grown up. So we have more, more specifically a friend that, oh boy. Q, do you know where I'm going with this? I, I, I kind of think, I, I think you did. I think I do. Yeah. So we, we, we've in confidence tried to talk to this person and be like, yo, um, like, you're going in a route that we've seen another friend go and that didn't end well for them to the point where they needed to have like a self-evaluation about their lives. This one particular friend is currently going through a, not a whole phase, but more so a everything's about me phase. And we had to tell him like, that's, that's not how this works. Um, so basically what's bothering me about the situation is they don't know it yet, and we all do because we've all been there. Everybody's had that whole phase. Everybody's had that period where we just 
we don't fuck with it now that we're all adults and this one person just hasn't gotten it yet but whenever they're in a relationship they are like completely opposite of this whole phase shit we just don't know how to approach them and be like yo you need to slow down a little because there's a lot of shit out here that you can catch now there's a whole lot of shit that can happen to you now and they're being a little reckless when i say reckless like fucking left and right and that shit is gross. I'm sorry. At 31, you shouldn't be fucking mm. people. That shit is gross to me. <laughs> like yeah. when, when you when you 21, 22, 23, shit, even 24, and you can do that shit. Like Connor's cool and all that, but when you bragging about fucking a bunch of different people in a group with men. And women who all have somebody, or more importantly, just we've been there, and we're trying to tell you, like, yo, um, I think you should just chill, and you don't listen. We don't want to get that call, like, yo, um, so-and-so got pregnant, or so-and-so did this, and so-and-so. And, I mean, we've, we've seen this shit so much, and even the person has seen it, which is wild that they can't actually take that advice knowing that we've seen it before. So that, that's definitely- Have you guys tried telling the person? Like, do they know? Yeah, we, well, yeah. <clears throat> yes. You rather, not only did he try to go to them to talking to the person about it, he tried to explain mm-hmm. it to them in terms of, we don't want you to go down that path because you're better than that. Okay. Because honestly, we've all done some shit that we all regret and we see him doing the shit that we regret. But the issue with that is there's a whole lot of recklessness when it comes to him because he's younger than us. And he's still, he's hung out with us long enough to know, cause he was been, you know, he's been there throughout our recklessness. So when we see him do it, we're like, yo, like, that's not good. That's not a good look. Uh, he didn't listen to Q, and I know Q has some wild thoughts sometimes, but even Q, when he tells me, Greg, you wilding out, chill out, I listen. Because right. He's there. Like, if Chris, if you're like, if we all go to a bar and you're like, Greg, you wilding out, chill, I would like to do that. Like, CJ and I had a long-ass talk on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Like, similar shit about a different friend where I was like, yo, like, I tried to do what I could, but at some point you got to stop trying with people and let them fall on their face. So this friend friend in particular, I don't want him to fall on his face because like there's so much progress I've seen in him that I just want to be there even if he falls or if he's, you know, if he succeeds. But now it's just like, okay, everybody else is noticing that he's developing a pattern that's not good for him. And we can't Mm. mention it's like, all right, cool. Um, when it happens, it's going to happen and it's not going to be pretty. But we all know it's all the result of a bad breakup. Oh, he's hurting. Oh, yeah. damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this could get sticky. Mm-hmm. He might, like, I've heard of similar situations where this has happened. Like, a good friend goes mm-hmm. through like a bad breakout. They spiral out of control. Mm-hmm. Then they start blaming the people around them for the reason why they're going through this breakup. So yeah. then they cut all you guys off. Mm-hmm. And then they start a new life. And then they think it's so much better because they did this. But 
it really it was them being toxic the whole time. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and the thing is, this person is not even toxic. Like we don't see and we speak to this person enough for them to tell us their problems and you know be friends with us and stuff like that. And we try not to tell him, like, you know, we're not going and saying, hey, you fucking up, something like that. We allude, we're like, yo, like, I don't think you should do that. That's not a good look. If he goes and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going over this chick house and then I'm going to go over that chick house after, I'm like, do you really need to, though? Like, I, I don't know, man. I hope that, you know, because I'm sure he'll listen to this and he'll be like, damn, like, y'all really put me out there. It's like, we're not putting you out there. We're just letting you know. It's the only way we can hopefully get through to you. Um, and more importantly, we just hope for the best for him. Because there's a lot of friends who will be your friend, but then talk in a completely different space and circle to you, to their mm-hmm. other So at least for us, like even us on the podcast, when we have an issue, we speak. Like it's not none of that shit was like, I got to go to four other people to talk to them about you. That's honestly, that's yeah. how this podcast started. Now that I think about it, like, because we all were very transparent right. with each other. A lot of people aren't that mm-hmm. transparent. We, I mean, we have a fucking segment called What's Bothering Us. So it's nice to know every week we can, even if it's a problem or what's mm-hmm. good, we can talk. Not everybody has that. So mm-hmm. that, I, I know mm-hmm. we're on our intent. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> that, that's what's bothering me. Um, so Q, what, what's bothering you, bro? It was bothering you. Is uh, okay. What's bothering me this week is the 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 fact of people holding on to pride when they really truly need something. Cool, boy. Like holding on, like holding on to your pride when you need something. Now, yes, I have been guilty of it plenty of times. Like it's something about me that like. You know, I don't like asking for stuff. Yeah. I don't like being dependent on people, and I and I and I like and I save it now because, like, I'm dependent on a lot. I don't have a car any, you know. I don't have a car anymore, so it's so it's hey. I'm t- either taking the subway or I'm getting an Uber or I'm taking the bus or I need a ride. And I'm not like, this is something and it's something that I'm still getting used to because I was always the one that I am right, getting in my car. I'm gone. Exactly. So, um, like that's been an, that's been really, it's been a real adjustment for me because like me, I'm not the one that wants to take people out of their way. Mm-hmm. Or you know you going you going I gotta go here but you trying to but you need to go here mm-hmm. but look I'm not trying to be stranded I I you know but I also don't want to be a burden yeah I also don't wanna, I don't want to be a burden yeah and it's a, it, 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 you know you got you reach that point where you know what. Look, the only thing you can say is yes or no. Mm-hmm. Like the quote says, closed mouth, closed mouths don't get fed. Now, I bring all this up to say, like, when, like, if someone, if you're in a situation and someone, you know, someone asks you to be part of something important, someone's wedding, an, an important event in, someone, in, in someone's life or whatever, and you know, 
you say, all right, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, whatever. And then cut when it's time, when it's showtime, oh, I need some help. Why didn't you open your mouth and say something weeks before? Or days, you know, don't wait until the, like, close the day of, the day before and all that to to say, hey, I, I, need, a, I need a little help. Yeah. Like, say something earlier so that people can, people can attempt to attempt to try to help mm-hmm. you know don't wait don't wait until the last minute where it's oh shit I need this I got it oh now I'm gonna tell you and then nah that's that's not how you that's not how you do business like that's not how you that's not how that's not how you do things like give some people some heads up and let them know hey I'm having some. I'm having some. I'm having some issues, and you know, whatever financial, whatever it is, and, and and say, hey, can you help me out? You think people just have an issue? You know, it, it's time for. <clears throat> Go ahead. Do I think? Do I think what? Oh, no, no. People just. Have what basically, what I'm saying is like we we just gotta. We, I'm not sure. Like, I, I think it's, like I said, I think it's an issue of pride. Like, you, like I told you, my, that's my biggest, that's, I would say, I would say that's one of my biggest weaknesses is that, like, I don't like asking people for help. If I ain't got it, I ain't got it. And if I ain't got it, you won't see me. <laughs> you won't see me. Um, but, but it could, like, and, I, and that's for, like, a lot of different things. Like, there was times where, I have a dime. Yeah. Like it's, it was that pride in me. It's like, man, if I if I let someone know, if I let someone know, and it, is, and it can be family, it could be close friends or whatever. If I let some, if I let you know that I'm going through this, it makes me look weak. Yeah. You know, and that's something that I'm like, like honestly working on. But that's that's. Like really was what was bought was on my mind and what was bothering me. It's been bothering me this week. Like, hey, look, we all here. For, basically, if your friend is your friend, they're here for you. Like, don't be afraid to, don't be, don't be afraid to reach out to them and like, look, I'm in a, I'm in a spot, but don't, over, but don't over abuse it either. Mm-hmm. You know, don't over abuse it because there's some people that is consistently in, in a in a tough in a tough situation and I know that it it can happen. I know it can happen, but don't over like as as I as, as we say in my in my fraternity, you can lean on the shield but don't don't tip the damn thing over. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, that's what's bothering me this week. That's good. That's hmm. solid. So basically uh, it comes into a thing of pride. Like honestly you might have to just put your, t- you know, your pride aside for a lot of things. Some people just refuse to do that. Um, damn, we we had some. Damn, that was heavy. I don't want to end on a heavy note, though. Shit, I don't. I really don't want to. I don't think we should end on a heavy note. <laughs> we we God. yeah, we should. Yeah, let, let's let's not end on. A heavy note. So, oh boy. Um, where where can I where can I go? Yes, we we'll do this. So XXX Tentacion, he he won a fuck he won an AMA for best album in a category that he did not deserve it. 
He won best album. I didn't even hear his album. I just, I didn't even know he needed an album. Like he won at the AMAs. I'm trying to find out exactly what it was for. I think they basically gave it to him because he's dead. You know, the whole situation with Vic Mensa. He had, I guess, Vince Mc, uh, Vince, Vic Mensa. Jesus Christ. That's how bad these names are. I don't even know who the fuck they are. Like, only one I know is Little Pump because he looks like. But the thing is, it's funny. He looks kind of like Tentacion. Yeah. They kind of look alike. Mm-hmm. I just. Oh, so no. He won. Wow. XXX Tentacion, 10 Toes Down. I can't even call him X. Like, there's only one X, and that's the dog man. So there is mm. no it, XX Tentails. He won an AMA for best R&B soul album. Is he a rapper? He's a that makes rapper. that makes no fucking what sense. The fuck is going on? If anything, it should be punk, oh. rock. Uh, I'm R&B never- and soul. I, Why they be disrespecting us like that? <laughs> That's trash. Um, they, they disrespecting the culture. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the number one genre. It's the number one uh, music genre in the world. But best R&B soul album? Soul. <laughs> so I, I guess one final thing, and then we'll, we can get about it here. So did y'all get, have y'all gotten y'all flu shots yet? No, no, I don't believe in getting no. Get no damn food shots. I'm gonna take my vitamin C vitamins. I'm gonna I'm gonna drink. I'm gonna eat some garlic. I'm gonna do my black seed oil, and that's all the damn flu shot I need. I'm not. I've never had one in my life, and I don't plan on starting. Yeah, I've never had one in my life, and I've been fine. Like I'm not putting no government shit in me. I can't do it. I'm sorry. It's gonna be a cold winter. I just don't want to die. So I went garlic. Black seed oil and vitamin C. Okay, you'll be straight. I remember that. You'll be straight. I remember that next year. Basically, my all the. (laughs) You know what's funny, y'all? All All the shit our grandparents used to give us that was like home remedies and organic. That is the most healthy shit for you. Yeah, honestly. I I don't know. I just I saw the email. Hey, you get a free flu shot. I knew last year what happened was I got the flu the day before I got the fucking shot. So somebody that sat near me at work had the flu. Came, I remember you said that, and it came to fucking work. It came to the fucking fuck? work. Now, his thing, they told us they had the flu, and instead of just using a little bit of decency and common sense to just stay in their own like space, no, walking around the whole fucking office, giving off contagion and shit like that, right? So <laughs> from fast forward to, like, Three or four weeks before the flu shot email came out, I had a coworker say that she had strep throat. Now, mind you, she said not only does she have strep throat, she's talking to us like face to face, like, oh, I got strep. And I'm like, but you're here. Like, go your ass home. And she's like, well, only got 14 days of vacation left, not realizing that she's literally about to leave the firm and shit, right? So she's leaving the firm and she tells us she has strep. Three days later, four people got struck. So fast forward to me going and getting the flu shot, right? So I go get the flu shot. This was, what, last Wednesday or Thursday? Coming to work today, three people were like, well, I feel kind of funny. I think, like, I'm coming down with the flu. Coming down with the flu? We, we had the opportunity to go and get the flu shot. 
like, why did you not do it? So they're like, oh, yeah, well, the weather keeps changing. I'm like, well, it's not the weather that keeps changing. When you know that it's fall and just because you got a 73 degree day does not mean you go and run on the mall at fucking two o'clock in the afternoon. It just rained yesterday. Like, that's not the flu. You literally are just sick and you about to get everybody else sick. So tomorrow I'm going to be the only dude in the office sniffling and sneezing while everybody else is feeling completely fine, even though I got the flu. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just... I don't know. I mean, is there any real proof that that shit really works? Like, well, his thing is this long, drawn out email saying that there was two different versions of the shot. One is the the normal shot that they give to everybody at like CVS and shit, and then they have the organic vegan one or whatever the fuck it's called, where you know there's something that's taken out of it. I'm like, okay, look, like just give everybody the flu shot and shut up. I just rather take it and be done. So then. One of my coworkers sent me this article from Lifehacker because apparently Lifehacker is the way to. <laughs> so basically, the article says that it's estimated that there will be about 5 million cases of the flu, about 2.5 medical uh, million, uh, 2.5 million medical visits, and more than 70,000 hospitalizations this year. And it will probably prevent 3,000 deaths if you just go and get your flu shot. So getting a flu shot significantly lowers your risk of dying or passing it on to someone who will die. So if you can't get bothered, if you can't be bothered to get a flu shot for your own health, then get it for the sake of the children and the elderly. Now, I don't know if that means you all actually going to go get it because like, you know, CJ said, the government can put anything in you and you not know. But... Just Trust them niggas. Yeah, don't get me. <laughs> Please, just don't. Look, this, this is my thing. Like I said, um, fucking garlic and black seed oil, and then you don't vitamin C tablets. They strengthen the shit out your immune system. Like they, like especially garlic. Garlic strengthens the fuck out of your immune system. Like a, it's a few pe- people know it, but this is like people don't like to do that shit because garlic is kind of disgusting. Some people, I, I'm, I don't have a problem with the taste. It's a strong taste. No, I can deal with it, especially if it means strengthening my, my health. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and black seed oil is fucking terrible. It, it, it tastes nasty. But I, you said it, it's, son, look it up. I can't even tell you all the fucking benefits it gives you. <laughs> like, that shit gives you, that shit heals everything. Like, literally. Whatever you're going through, that shit will heal it. And they have it. I know it's, I know it's real because it's locked up in a case of GNC. You can't just go grab it and take it to the counter. They have to go get it for you. So it's, and it's not, and it's not expensive. It's like $25. Wait, okay, so I'm looking it up. It's eight ounces and it costs twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. Christ. Black seed oil. GNC sells it. It's in a case. Don't you know like if you go to CVS and they got like all that electronics in the case, they gotta open the case for you? Jesus. It's like it's like that in GNC. Like they have they it's locked up. You can't just take that shit. Like it's very beneficial to everything in your health wise. Like it helps and and you have a strong erection and shit, like naturally. You know, I mean just putting it out there, you know we have strong natural erections, you're healthy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your shit on your shit work. You know what I mean? That's a sign, of, sign, of, sign of increased blood flow. That reminds me of that uh like that Chinese gel that I used to buy on Amazon for like muscle aches and stuff like that. I can't remember what the name of it was. Oh, it's like icy hot, but it's supposed to like instantly work or something like that. I forgot the name of it. Mm-hmm. Dang man. Mm-mm-mm. Do y'all have anything else or should we just get up out of here? Uh, I mean, I guess I shared everything I can share. 
What what y'all think? What's yeah, what y'all on? Oh, I'm good. I got I got that all. I'm good. Okay, that's that's good. Um so I guess until next week, don't be like the gay Trump voter who sat in the lift and was throwing racial slurs at the black man. Don't be that guy. I'm or not- or don't be or don't be the, the Trump the 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 Trump people who signed up for Donald dating and got your shit and got all your personal information leaked. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. what? Yes. This so is- there's a <clears throat> oh boy. So, so there's a so there so there's this dating app for for Donnie Cheeto, Cheeto Donnie um, supporters to like date each other, but the day that the app was released. Um, all of their personal, like all of their personal information, got got hacked and 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 released. Wow, unfucking real. Yeah, that's crazy. Hold on, I just I just let Chris back in. So, Chris, so Q just told us about a Trump website that apparently a date nap. It's a date nap. What the hell is the name of this? This it's called Don, um, Donald Donald Daters. Donald <laughs> <laughs> for like Trump lovers. Yes. Oh my god! So, yeah. to, Every- so, they, so they can hook up and date and go on dates and talk about their love for the orange for the orange baby. Bro. And big dating. I'm gonna try and infiltrate that joint. Mm-hmm. Let's make a fake thing. <laughs> no, you may not want to. That. You may not want to do that because the because um the like it went live uh, either Monday or yesterday. Uh, when it went live, all every like if whoever signed up, all of their first personal information was uh, made public. <clears throat> so I'm on the website. Oh, it's gonna be a dummy account. It ain't gonna be my real shit. This shit says "Make America Date Again." <laughs> without biased judgment or liberal intolerance with the free donald daters app you have the power to quickly find the right partner near you Mm -hmm. right you might as well call it how hitler no bro this shit is it's a thing they got a fucking app oh my goodness donald daters is an american-based singles company connecting lovers friends and trump supporters alike many on the left chose party over love shopping (laughs) if any other user is a supporter of our president like in a swipe fine-tuned matches private messaging what do you think like how do you we, we need to set up an account and just fuck with people on this thing I think that's next week. Like we'll go, I'll create the account or whatever, and then we just send random ass mess, like messages to people. We have to. Oh, McDonaldDaters dot com. Q, this is your fault. <laughs> like Q, how did you find this joint? Um, I was on Daily on Daily Coast, and it, one of the diaries was talking about how like how how the site was hacked on the first like when the app was released. Man, like, that's fuck the- up all they love connections. Fuck them, <laughs> <laughs> fuck them niggas. Hey, we put them talking on all them niggas. 
<laughs> Mona Lisa. See, that, let's go Mona Lisa. We gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta go Mona Lisa. Everybody get Mona Lisa on it. <laughs> Call her name Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's put it. Let's put that on. We got it. We got it. <laughs> you want it? Yeah, you, yeah, you, you want it, Chris? I'm with it. Call yeah. name Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. <laughs> I'm like, why? Yes, I love Trump. Now, what else do you love? <laughs> diamonds? Where are the diamonds, my good Trump loving man? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh no, oh no! Like, put on the ground, nigga. Give me your shit. Walk to my the grandma gave me this chain. You got, you got to pay the pain full, the pain full scene. Give me that, that chain. O- open yeah, the safe. <laughs> Open the safe. Open the safe, nigga. Let me find you at so we can get up out of here. <laughs> yes, you guys can find me at Chris Cash DC on Twitter and Instagram. That is Chris Cash DC at Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Quiet CJ Money Two on Instagram and CJ Jackson on Facebook. Uh, your child feature nineteen oh six on Instagram and QDZ nineteen oh six on Twitter. All right, boys, the men came in real deep. You <laughs> 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 came with the deep voice, the men voice. I, I was like, is that the nigga from Boys? We've been quiet all episode, and all of a sudden, that fucking quiet storm song. Came <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Al Sharp Tongue. You can follow me on social media like Instagram at Hey Greggy, and you can follow us all on every social media platform at Young Black Pod. So until next week, we will see y'all.